This is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to another episode of How Men Think. My name is Brooks Like, and we have the whole team with us today. Mr. Yeah. Gavin DeGraw's right and co-host. What's up, G? Woohoo! That's all Everybody you got. right out there? <laughs> I, I tee you up and that's all you got? That's all I got, bro. I know you had more people to introduce, so I didn't want to go off on a tangent. Okay. We also but here's got, my tangent. Hey, everybody. Yeah. We got, we got Dimitri. Dimitri, what's up, brother? Woo! <laughs> oh, I thought we were all kind of doing that. Yeah. What's going on, man? <laughs> good to see you, buddy. Rick, what's you up? Too. What's up, Rick? How you guys doing? I'm good. Good to see you guys. You look relaxed. You, Out of everyone on here, you look relaxed. The weirdest thing is, is I'm not. Not looking relaxed, but looking tough and in like uh, very intense. We got Ryan. Ryan, what's up, bro? Oh yeah. Hello, Brooks. <laughs> so for every you guys, wait, Ryan, wait, Ryan, you're see. looking like uh, you're looking like uh, what's his name? Uh, Emilio Bruce Estevez John? in a Breakfast Club. Oh, Emilio Estevez? Yes. <laughs> doing this thing? You had a little hoodie on doing the thing? Yes. Can, can somebody take a screenshot of this? Because we need to show this to our How Men Think listeners. Ryan looks like he's got on a wrestling outfit. I am in the middle of, in about 15 minutes, I need to go put the children down for, for bedtime. So I'm in my bedtime attire right now. I sweat because it's very stressful. I'm wearing a tank top. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh. Look like you're going to suplex the children. Oh, one year. Oh. Sometimes it requires that. <laughs> Dudes, I want to say congrats to all of you because you know what it is today? It's our one-year anniversary of the How Men Think Pod. Yes. We did it. We, I can't made it to a year considering the very first line of this podcast was Gavin saying, we're just trying not to say stuff to wreck our own careers. But true. <laughs> we, we made it. I don't, know about, year. I don't know about you guys, but I'm still waiting for a check. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. we, really, we really started this podcast to get Gavin a grotto. But so all of, our, all of our checks have kind of just been going Gavin's way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Once and yet, and yet, where is he? He's in an empty room with a guitar. That's right. You paid for all this decorating right here. See? Great. See the decorating? So, so we're really making money then. Oh, yeah. Making dollar upon dollar. Um, so for this, um, it's been quite a year. I'll say that. It's been absolutely unreal to get to know you guys and, and to have powerful conversations with men in different stages, different backgrounds, different perspectives of life. Um, and Easton, our incredible engineer, is going to ask us some questions today about the last year, about this journey of the How Men podcast. Easton, you want to take it away, brother? Yes, I do. Let me pull up those questions one sec. I'm sorry about nothing this. Like, nothing like being I was prepared. totally prepared. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe when the checks come, Ryan can go and buy the rest of his sleeves. <laughs> maybe you could buy a sense of humor. I don't know. Dimitri and I are laughing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, Rick! The jerk store called—they ran out of you. Oh, now we're now we're just stealing Seinfeld lines. Hurry up, these guys! We're one year in and we're stealing lines from Seinfeld. Come on, we're better than that. <laughs> Celebratory <laughs> night, Rick. Oh, 
actually, hold on one sec. You know what I think the line? Let's. Here's a question to you guys: What do you think the line of the year was? I have mine. The funniest moment of the year. Oh, me. I know what yours is. It's the one that Ryan said when he goes, "Mind blown." Oh no, no, that was a good one. That was a good one. the The hardest I laughed, I think, all year was uh, Dimitri when you said, "What's Judy sex?" You <laughs> <laughs> it was um with Lila DeVille we did the I think it was like yeah. episode four yeah and, uh and and you just were I just looked at you and you said it right at the perfect moment and I because think anybody heard it what'd she say she said duty sex meaning like you have to do it yeah and but right. we all heard Judy sex and so the, she's like you know how you have Judy sex and we're all like the room just got quiet and I was like did it I, I'm assuming everyone else heard that I don't know yeah, granted, I'm not like some sexual know-it-all, but I never heard of Judy sex. That was for sure. Yeah, that wasn't in your uh, Kama Sutra instructional. <laughs> I missed it. Does anybody else have off? Just is just off the cuff. Does anybody else have a line, the funniest line of the year, or the funniest thing somebody said the entire year? God no, I don't. I don't remember the year. <laughs> I mean, I think it's you it's remember probably got to go to Gavin. And the prop, the reason that I don't remember is because it was one of those just that he yells out. He's yelled out things like, where's my check? He's yelled out things like, I need a steak. So he's yelled out these random, you know, it's going to come to me. He did yell out one at one point. Somebody else go, but it's going to come to me. He, he yelled out something so random. And I was like, it took me a minute to realize what the hell he was talking about. This is, this is the one that I thought was Gavin's best one of, Remember how he does all the hypotheticals. If you listen to How Men Think Podcast, you'll find a Gavin DeGraw hypothetical. And the best <laughs> one of all time was talking about a unibrow, a woman, like if a woman's shaving her eyebrows, maybe she might need a unibrow in case she gets stuck in cold weather outside of the Mall of America, Mall of America in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, it was if her car broke down and she needed the warmth. It was, I remember that one. That was the day that the listeners realized that none of this was scripted because there's no way in hell anyone would script that. It's just a crazy mind to Gavin DeGraw. Yeah, I mean, what if she needed a unibrow to keep warm? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to knit a small sweater out of and wear it. Does Does anybody else have a line, or should we go to Easton? <laughs> I don't. No, I was trying to think of something funny you said over the course of the year, Brooks, and I've yet to come up with anything. So we should probably. Go to Easton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Easton, you're up. <laughs> what? Wow! After that devastating burn, uh, here's our first question: What have you learned about yourself in the last year? Um, who I'm getting fatter. <laughs> I went from a 33 to a 36. Is that, does that work? Podcast life does not sit well with you physically. <laughs> oh, it's sitting well, fine. I've learned that I like Rick's second chin better than his third. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh man, this is not yeah. this is not the way this show was meant to go. You should go back to the Seinfeld quotes. These are gonna these guys are gonna start. They're gonna be in tears by the time this is over. Okay, let's go, <laughs> let's go serious. Okay, so two to three sentences each guy. What have you learned the most about your something unique that you've learned about yourself through this journey the last year? Rick, you're up. I'll go. Uh, a podcast journey. 
You know, to be honest, at the very beginning, I was talking to Amy when we were just, you know, coming up with a lot of this stuff and I was super hesitant on doing it. Um, I never thought that I was going to be a, somebody to talk and be on the radio or a podcast or anything of that nature. And um, I am certainly glad that I did it. Um, it was sort of a fear of mine. I wouldn't consider this public speaking, but I think when you hear yourself on a microphone um, or you listen to an episode, I always kind of cringe like, oh, that was me. But uh, I've definitely gotten over that fear. And that was something this podcast helped me leap over. Um, and so now when I'm talking to work colleagues or I'm on a, running a meeting or anything of that nature, I think this has actually really helped me. Um, and I'm talking to you guys, which is super comfortable and fun. But uh, we're also talking to our audience, right? So um, that was something that I definitely learned and, and enjoyed through this journey with you guys. So it's been fabulous. And um, I always think about it. And I'm uh, always laughing at the end of these. Awesome. Ryan, what about you, brother? Uh, you know, well, I'm not gonna, I don't know if the question was meant to be what we've learned most about ourselves through the podcast, or just in general over the, the last year, I would say, um, for me, I and, and this is in part, based on the, the amount of feedback I've gotten from you guys and from listeners. Uh, we, basically, my takeaway is that I need to be, make concerted efforts in the next year to be more go with the flow. I think I'm very schedule oriented, regimented. I think structure gives me sanity and peace of mind, but I need to find a happy medium as best I can to have to be able to just be flexible and not be so regimented with schedule. Uh, and I'm going to make strides to do exactly that. That's powerful awareness, dude. I can resonate with that because I was the same way. I was very, when my schedule got interrupted, it just derailed my whole like thing. Like, so uh, that's powerful awareness. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm happy for you, buddy. That's, that's incredible. I will tell you my, my two children are waiting for me to put them down right now, which is later. It will be later than normal. And the amount of anxiety I have is tremendous. So how long will it take you? Do you want to go do it now? And we'll ask the other guys this question. Oh, no, keep going. Keep going. Dimitri. That's a big step right there. He said, keep going. He's going to roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you what I've realized over this year doing the podcast is, um, I'm not as open as I originally thought I was like, I know I got a lot of feelings. I don't share a lot of feelings. I don't share a lot of memories. I don't share a lot of things that kind of affected my life. And, um, and I think I've, I've grown more accustomed to that. Number one, I think we have such a, a good, uh, we get along so well, uh, the five of us. And I think as we were talking, it, it was like the microphone wasn't there and we were just really having a conversation. And that kind of helped me. Mm. And then seeing some of the stuff that people would post and this and that, you know, I realized that it's not just about me saying maybe what I'm feeling or things that in my life that have affected me. Like there's people going through things and there's people that maybe don't talk either, or maybe hear something and it helps them. So, you know, I realized that while I was keeping a lot of things close to the vest, whether it's part consciously and part subconsciously, I think I realized that, um, it was, wasn't, it's not necessarily the best thing for me or, you know, maybe for other people. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome, bro. That's Gavin, amazing. you want to write a song about that? There you go. Totally. Take it. Your next hit, Gavin. Gavin, your turn, bud. Figure out a way to rhyme all that. <laughs> uh, 
what have I learned? I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I've learned anything other than I need to have more canned food here. I think uh, that's what I learned. Uh, you know, the COVID thing taught me a whole lot about uh, just because I don't cook at the house doesn't mean I shouldn't have some stuff here in case I had to. Uh, so there's always that. The other one is, you know, gee whiz, guys, so nice to have friends. And uh, <laughs> nice to be able to talk to people about just a whole bunch of random that otherwise I'd just be, you know, having this one conversation basically with with just very, very one or two other guys that I that I know. But it's nice. Uh, it's nice to not get paid for this time with you. And uh, to um, <laughs> that's probably my favorite part. <laughs> no, man, I, I mean, I, I think I've learned uh, I've learned several little things, uh, one of which is uh, I'm really happy to be single. <laughs> <laughs> You guys confirm that for me every day. <laughs> and uh and uh no, and because I think it's important for all y'all to have a single friend at all times and uh, I like being that guy. Cuz I can get off the phone with one of you and be like, "Oh, you know what such and such just said about what's going on?" And like, "Oh, no way, seriously." And then I get to do that part. <laughs> yeah. Is he having right. a conversation with himself over there like <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot you guys were on my Zoom. Um, Gav, give us one one thing the podcast has like really made you aware of or helped you in like two to three sentences, real quick, because we're going to go to the next question. Uh, to be honest with you, I think probably the best thing that's happened on the podcast is that I could have conversations with professionals in topics on uh, yeah. kind of touchy subjects of things yeah. without ever having to say that I went to a shrink. Yeah, I get you. And that's cool. Yeah, I get you. Um. For me, it's been actually because I, I was, as you were saying, I, I resonated with what you were saying, Dimitri, on as a guy, I just stuffed, bottled every emotion, was very, just internalized everything, um, didn't outwardly express any emotion, anything like that. And so I was no good at emotional intelligence. I had no emotional intelligence and capacity to express emotion. And it was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast was to step into a space where I had to learn to and, and train the muscle and practice um, expressing myself more and opening up more. And I have felt amazingly expressed and relaxed through this journey, through sharing this stuff on the podcast, through this space that we all five create, hold a safe space for each other to share what they are going through, to share their hearts. Uh, and I've never in my life felt more emotionally expressed and it's been absolutely wonderful for me mm. Easton, next question okay next question what surprised you most about one of the other guys Ooh. anybody mm -hmm. i'll i'll start uh so I'll, I'll give you two quick things. The first of which would be, I'll touch on Brooks. Uh, so all the guys that played hockey and, you know, that I, I played soccer in college, all the hockey players, bunch of Canadian guys. Uh, I thought I had hockey guys figured out because they were just complete bros. Brooks, I, I thought he was going to be just a, a stereotypical hockey guy. Uh, which means not very deep, just a bro, but he's a very deep <laughs> human being. 
And at first I questioned if that was authentic, admittedly, or kind of saying what he thought he had to say, but having gotten to know him over the course of a year, we have a great rapport. We, we bust each other's balls. Some people think it's offensive and I'm mean to Brooks. Uh, Brooks has a thick skin and it's part of our shtick. But I would say that he is, he's a very genuine, real human being with deep values. And I respect that about him, though I questioned at the beginning. I believe he's completely authentic. And uh, I've learned that over the course of the last year. The second thing I will say <laughs> is that I learned that Gavin, we had an amazing time together uh, probably 10 months ago at this point in London. We had beers over lunch. We he was did. a true gentleman. He walked me about 10 miles through the park back to my hotel. It was very, very gentlemanlike of him. Uh, and then we said goodbye, but we had an amazing conversation over beers and like really bonded. And I value uh, the friendship I have with both of you and slightly with Dimitri and Rick. That was awesome, brother. Thank you so much. That, that, that was a great day, killer. right? In, yeah. in London. That was killer. Um, Dimitri, your turn. What's something that surprised you about that you've learned out about one of the guys? Well, it's uh, it's kind of weird to follow that because mine actually, I think, has to be Gavin as well. Um, I think you just have a, a – Brooks, you and I had met once. We had lunch and stuff before things got started, so I kind of had an idea. Um, but, you know, I met Gavin 10 minutes before the, the first episode. Uh, I think we all did. And it, it was like – I didn't know what to think. You know, you think – <laughs> rock stars they got a certain thing they're a certain way honestly if i didn't know that he was you know did what he did and he had his fan base and and, and stuff like that i wouldn't i wouldn't have guessed he, he is such a normal guy and it's funny ryan mentioned um london but mine was up in tahoe man like gavin came up he brought his dog buddy and uh we just got to talking and we were like all right we were bored we had some time to kill Rick was training to swim across the lake. And so we went for a ride around the lake and, you know, we went and got coffee and stuff. And then later that night with Rick and stuff, we were, we were up late having some drinks and, and he started talking about, you know, just, just so all day long, it was a fantastic, just like getting to know you. And he was such a normal guy and he was such a deep guy. And I know you think, well, he writes great songs, so he's deep. He's got, but it, it, it was interesting to be able to talk to him like that. And then that night, and I remember Rick and I talked about it. That night, I see you, right? That night, uh, he started talking about uh, meeting Billy Joel, who happens to be one of my favorite mus musicians. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, and, and he, he told some amazing stories, and I thought, so long story short, I thought he was going to be your typical guy. We're going to get what we get from him and this and that. But, man, when, when he's, you know, even when he's off the clock, he, he's a pretty good dude. Awesome. Yeah, man, thank you, bro. You too, man. Wow. Rick, man. your turn, brother. Honored. Yeah, both both guys are hard to follow. Good God. Um, I think my takeaway from this podcast so far is with you guys is, you know, going into it, I didn't know any of you, right? So, um, you know, and, and we're all sort of within the same age group, time frame, give or take five to eight years. Um, but getting to know you every time I'd fly down there, getting to know you every time we talked or we did a Zoom call, um, whether we were down at the steakhouse having a quick beer after recording and I had to go to the airport or whatever. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the whole point of this podcast is for men to open up and to share their experiences and their feelings and how they interact. 
Um, and to me, that was, you know, coming in and, and actually getting to know each one of you guys and to, to be able to now pick up the phone or get a text from Dimitri or Ryan or Brooks or whoever, you know, it's it like, hey, are you guys, you okay? How's life? Like not even having to do with the podcast. Um, it's just like, hey, I started a new job. Like, how's the job going? How, you know, how are you doing? How's, how the kids? Or, you know, it's like to have that ability with the five of you, with five of us, four of you, um, that's my takeaway. And, and it's, it's really nice to have. It's, you know, so hope it's reciprocal, obviously. Um, but that, that I extremely appreciate. Amazing, buddy. Thanks for sure. Gap, what about you? <clears throat> Next question, please. Come on, man. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> so, See how deep he is? Oh, my God. He's amazing. Fuck all these guys. <laughs> No, the uh, honestly, I think I think it everything that everyone said so far, I can I can literally say did on on all of it. I think everybody is uh, has been able to open up to each other, not just on here, but um, but off the mic. You know what I mean? Uh, on the phone or just, you know, normal shooting the shit type type talk, you know, that that, uh, you know, regular friends would have, which is a nice thing to be able to have. I think, you know, once you. Once you give people the benefit of the doubt, give them a minute to <clears throat> to show themselves to you, and they reveal themselves to you, uh, you get to pick up who 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 they are. And every one of these guys has has a lot to offer. And and I think the the beauty of each of them and all you guys is that you you don't you don't go around telling everybody uh, you know how well you do and 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 how good you are at what you do, um, and and you don't have to. You know, in fact, I, I think, uh, I, you know, in some cultures, it's it's insulting to even talk about your uh, your career much. You even ask anybody, hey, what do you do? You know what I mean? And so it's w with us, I think the way we gel in general, it's not necessarily based on what we do, or what our profession is. It's we get along in a, in a character sense. And um, and every one of you guys I've had some special time with uh, learning, learning you, not necessarily learning your jobs or 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 yeah uh you know your your profession or how you make an income but learn learning your personality types and you know i i see a handful of winners all being able to hang out with each other and not be competitive with each other and that's, i think it's a beautiful thing and i'm i, I appreciate being, being in the club here awesome buddy thanks for sharing dude yeah for uh, real mine would be uh i'll start with ryan dimitri and rick the fact that all three of you guys are fathers and I have the utmost admiration for fathers and for you three um, because of the conversations we've had, because of what you have shared with me about how much joy and love being a father brings to your heart and and how it's like how, when you speak about your kids, you guys absolutely light up. You know, and you also share that it's tough. You also share that, yes, yeah, sometimes it's very tough as well. It's the toughest job you'll ever have to do, or sometimes you're exhausted or this or that. But at the end of the day, you always choose them and you always speak about your kids with love. And um, it's an area, <clears throat> none, not an area, it's a, it's a phase of life where I hope to get to one day to be a father. So um, I love learning from you guys. I love listening to you guys and I love the fact that you choose your families every single day. You speak about your families and your kids 
as they are the greatest priority in your life and everything else lines up behind them. So I have a huge admiration for you three gentlemen for that. Um, and then for you, Thank Gav, you. I, I knew your music before, but I'm super blown away by, as Dimitri said, your depth. Um, you see the world in a really unique and intricate way and you have an amazing perspective and you have really deep, profound thoughts that sometimes leave the rest of us just in like awe. You'll say stuff that's just beautiful and the, the whole room kind of just like yeah. pauses for a sec just to let that wow. thought, that sentiment sink in. And so um, I can see where the, the, the heart and the intent comes from in your songs and where the creativity and the artist um, gets expressed through song. And I think us four are so privileged to just have the conversation with you um, to oh, see the artistry behind what other people hear through their record player, through the radio. You know, I think that's just such a wonderful privilege. Thank you, man. I, I feel like you give me too much credit. Honestly, I, I, I talk to you guys like I, you know, like I talk to anybody and I, I think you all do the same. And it's, it, that's how we, we all, we all, you know, talk our own different versions of, of our language and express ourselves in our, our best capacity uh, and trying to explain ourselves to each other. And, um, and uh, it's a beautiful compliment, man, really, I honestly, I don't even know what to say. Very, very flattered by that. On to the next you're, one. And you're, we you're, were all kind of Gavin heavy on that one. How about the next one? We should be on the dial it back. I love no, that about the, you too. I love how you break no, ice, Dimitri, with a little subtle humor. I love but it. I also, you know, and I, you know, uh, one of the other things I like about this group is that you know everybody's got a sense of humor. Everybody likes to goof off. Everybody likes to fuck around. Everybody likes to talk to each other. But I also think that part of part of what makes it special is we all also make it a point to get deep. And, um, you know, it's not just a, a locker room of hazing happening here. And, uh, and that's, it's nice to be, to be in that, that setting and at least have that understanding with each other that we can get deep with each other. You know what I mean? Obviously we all have our own versions of a filter and things like that. We all have other lives and stuff. So, um, you know, but we, we certainly, I feel like we, ex we expose what we, what we allow ourselves to expose. And I think it certainly is a lot. Awesome. Easton. Yeah. Next question, bro. That's awesome, Gav. Well said. Yeah, man. You too, bro. Thank you, man. All right. From the uh, last <laughs> year of the podcast, what's your favorite episode? Ryan, you're up. I... Uh... Did I put you on the spot? No, it's a good question. I'm going to tell you that the anxiety level has risen on me putting the children to bed. So in the interest of being, oh, in the Wait, of, was it around the time that Brooks just said you, he likes you because your dad, you always put your kids first and they're, they're tearing up the place in the other room. I was like thinking to myself, that's the perfect segue to me <laughs> saying, thank you, Brooks. And, and with that, I am going to have to quickly go Try to deal with that. Uh, Go do it, man. How men think, that is how I think. I am anxious. My wife needs help. I'm trying to maintain a marriage and a happy household. <laughs> Please let me go do this. Go do it, brother. We'll be here when you're back. I love you. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> happy anniversary. So his, his, so his favorite episode was any one of the ones where he had high anxiety. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri, my favorite episode. Clearly, Ryan, 
My favorite episode episodes. of Ryan was the one me, you, and Ryan did where he talked. He told the story about how he the doctor, the doctor. Oh my god! Yeah, um, that was my favorite Ryan moment. But Dimitri, go ahead. Your favorite episode of the year? You know, I think it's got. I, I hope this isn't an easy, an easy answer, but I think it's got to be the first one because because like we said we didn't really and i'm not saying it was our best episode i mean gavin was like two feet from the mic so all the comments after the the flagship episode was hey what's going on somebody tell that guy to talk up but the, the fact is we didn't like like i said i met you brooks for a quick lunch rick i had met we had drinks ryan i had met in the past uh through work but just briefly and gavin you know walked in 10 minutes before the first episode so i don't think any of us really knew each other and I think the point of the podcast was, you know, how got, how men think. So we're going to sit down and we're going to talk. And that's truly what we did that day. And I thought the conversation was so interesting. And I thought, you know, we are, for as different as we are, we all had a little bit of a similarity, enough that we could talk and we could get along. Yeah. Mm. And so there was a lot of question marks leading up to that first episode. Um, but when it was done, I felt like we had a pretty good friendship right there. Yeah. Um, and, and so for me, that I think that was the best episode because of that. Yeah, that was, that was so fun. We all had no idea how that was going to go. And when we got done, we all looked at each other. We're like, dang, that was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rick, your favorite episode from the year? You know, I think, uh, well, this one's not over, so I can't say this one, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if it's going that well for you, then sure. Go for yeah. it. I mean, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> is that so, because Ryan um, left? <laughs> no, I, I don't know if it was if I could actually say it's a, it was definitely a fun episode. Um unfortunately, Brooks, you weren't there and Ryan wasn't there, but I, I think it was a combination of the episode and then obviously the weekend that was going on. Um and I, I'd have to say it was the the one we did in Lake Tahoe, um, where we were swimming across the race, the the lake, mm. excuse me and Gavin was there and Dimitri was there and we were getting questions pinged from a lot of the bachelorette girls. A lot of um, bachelorettes. It, that was so, that was so terrible. Wasn't it? Having all those bachelorettes was, around. It was horrible. No, it it was, was, I would have so, picked that as my favorite episode, except you did the whole thing in a speedo. So I, was a I did the whole thing in my speedo, <laughs> which is not why I brought that one up, but um, it wasn't the swimsuit just that was so bad. Like, again, it may not, I mean, the episode was awesome. I loved it. But to me, it was also the camaraderie that was built during that weekend, um, as Dimitri mentioned earlier. And it was just kind of like some of my buddies were there. And it was yeah. just, it was a really fun thing. And, and it just, uh, it really, I kind of drove away from that home going, man, this is really something special. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Gav, what about you? Great. Do you have any episode that sticks out as your favorite? Those were all, yeah, man, those were all awesome. Um, man, I, you know what? I thought the one we had with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was yeah. Amazing. Uh, I thought that guy told great stories. He had a lot of insight. You know, he just, he brought something that, that, uh, I hadn't seen yet on the, on these, you know, what we, we'd been doing. And I, he had, he had such a level of comfort on the mic and with himself. Yeah. Um, great sense of humor, really well read a lot of just so many interests. You know, um, it, it's great when people have just these, you know, some some people have just an extraordinary amount of interest and they delve very, very, very far into them. Um, and I found that guy to be just so much more fascinating than I'd anticipated. 
Um, and that episode really, uh, that really got me because he went, the guy, he was just, he was so entertaining to me. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, I was just sitting there just kind of listening to him, you know, tell his stories and, uh, you know, it just felt like he, he, he just had the whole thing just so, so well handled. I was kind of blown away beyond, to be honest with you, the, yeah. the comfort well, level. Let me just say that I'm glad that Freddie Prince Jr. can be to you what we all just said you were to us. Thanks, so, um, <laughs> <Fuck so>. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some of mine because um, I've done some episodes with solo, right? Yeah, with some guests like uh, Dave Hollis. The episode with Dave Hollis was wonderful because uh, I feel like he's like a, I related so personally to it. I feel like he's a couple of years ahead of me in life journey. He's a couple yeah. years older and like, I see myself going through the same stuff that Dave was talking about. So that was really yeah. cool for me. The episode I just did last week with Scott Evans, a discussion about racism. That's really current to what's going on yeah. in the world t today. Um, that was so like powerful and like having, a, having a, a space to have these meaningful conversations. I'm so grateful for that. Um, but I'm also just thinking about how many times how many times we laughed over the past year? How many times I drove home after recording two episodes at the studio and just laughing and just like, just, have, just had the best time and didn't even think that we haven't even got paid for this, you know? <laughs> yeah, but just so you, you grateful were, you, for the opportunity to get together and laugh with you guys. And in Pebble Beach, we had a bunch of laughs. Um, just, I don't know, just the amount of laughter. I don't know if I could pick a single favorite episode, but the amount of Brooks. laughter that being around you guys has brought into my life. Uh, For sure. It's so powerful. Brooks, Brooks, yeah. Brooks, were you laughing when you drive home because you were in LA and you drive an electric car? You're like, ha ha, gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was less about what we brought to the table, more about saving money. We get it. <laughs> Easton, next question, brother. <laughs> we got two more, right? This is actually the last one. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so make it a good one. Uh, what's a goal you have for year two? Hmm. I'm going to get back down to a 33. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Rick. Get in that sweeto or that sweeto. Yeah, I know the sweeto. Sweet Ostito. Sweet It just got a new name. Oh my God. Sweet Um oh, Rick, your turn. What was the question, Easton? Uh, uh, it was the goal for What's a goal for year two? two? Yes. Okay. Season two. We're in season two here. Um, one of my goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. This is like the RST LN and E on Wheel of Fortune. Everybody's everyone gets the answer of I want to get paid. Let's move. So <laughs> the next answer. Uh, no, to be honest, I, I, I feel like we've opened up yeah. uh, on certain subjects, certain topics for this uh, podcast. But I, I think in all honesty, I think I could probably do a better job. Um, I want to be able to share more and obviously being new to this whole podcasting um to me it was sort of getting the feel for it all and getting that and now that i feel like i have that 
or a little bit of it, um, I can sort of open up about things that I may not have wanted to share early, earlier. Um, so that's something I'm going to work on, and which I think is going to make all of this podcast going forward, all of our recordings more intriguing. Awesome, Rick. Mm. Good for you, buddy. Dimitri? Nice. Um, I think I want to, I want to do more. And so I feel like we got the whole, like we get along, we laugh, we bust each other's balls and that's cool. And it's been a real fun year of that. And we have had some real serious conversations, stuff like that. But I, what I'd like to do is, um, I think it'd be fun. It's not dissimilar to what Rick just said. I think I'd like to take it to the next level. And what I'd like to do is, is explore conversations that we have or thoughts that we have with each other, as opposed to just stuff that's already set in stone. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you're a dad. But so as you were saying, your, your episode last week on racism, I think, you know, I think we all bring good perspectives to the table and I'd like to have more conversations about life and, and, and be able to help people out that way, as opposed to just, you know, have busting each other's balls and be like, all right, you're a dad, you're a swimmer, you know, and we, we tease each other. But I think we, I think we have a lot of depth and I think we bring a lot of stuff to the table. And so I'd like to advance kind of what we do and what we can do for, for others and for ourselves. Love that, Dimitri. I'm in support of that, brother. Gavin? I want air-conditioned uh, headphones because these things make my ear sweat pretty serious, like and it's hot here in Nashville. So with that, I'd like to whoa, have... Whoa, whoa, that's, like that's like a season three request. I think so, on, too. Dial it down. If I could have just two little tiny air-conditioning units installed right here and here that blow a nice maybe an a flat would be great um what what for season two i don't know that's a heavy question uh let's ask amy sugarman what our goal is and take it from there yeah, i live day well, to day gavin's so i don't have a year plan two, gavin's goal for season two is to know the topic of one podcast before do you we know, record it do you, do you know that i still don't I still don't ask for a sheet. That's <laughs> true. You should see the sheet that I had. It's got the breakdown, all the questions, <laughs> who the listeners, who's going to call, who the email's from. Like, I get a four-page PDF, and you get nothing and show up. Well, and, and, not only yeah. that, <laughs> when this Zoom ends, he's going to text me and be like, so what are we talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah, one goal oh. you have for the show this next year. A goal I have for the show, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be nice to have some more musical guests on. Actually, I think that would yeah. be that would be nice. You know what I mean? If we can, if we can up the musical guest um, uh, aspect of the show, I think it would be be pretty cool. Talk to guys about touring and uh, and uh, <clears throat> maintaining relationships while they're on the road and things like that. Maybe a maybe a cool angle for for the show too. I got I got two people I want to bring on. Uh, two of my buddies are in the band O-U-O-A-R. Great. I love those guys. They're great, 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 great yeah. group of guys. Mark and Richard. I'll bring them great. on because they're they're phenomenal human beings. I'd love to they talk are. to them. Yeah, I agree. Exactly what you're talking about. I agree. Yeah, great. Um, definitely. And tap your Rolodex, bro. Call call Mr. Billy Joel and all your buddies there. <laughs> call them. Tell them to come on down. Okay. <laughs> um, my goal for the show in the next year, I love yeah. I love your or your mission, Dimitri. I want to take it further. I want to one myself personally. I want to be a better host. I want to be more prepared. I want to have better questions to drive 
conversation, deeper conversation in the midst of a podcast. So I want to have more preparation. I put that on myself to prepare more, to prepare this space for us to have a deeper conversation. Um, and then I, I really love that we have, since 2020 started, we've really started, as we've got more comfortable with this platform, to dive into more hot button topics. Mm. Not, we're not scared to go anywhere. You know, mm. like the conversation I had last week with Scott Evans about racism. That is, that is a real powerful topic to have a conversation about to have a real and honest conversation about. And I like that this podcast um, is lessening its fear. We always said that from the start, we want to be real, raw and authentic. And we, we had to learn how to be a podcast crew, but I want us to push further and I want us to, to penetrate and to puncture areas that are uncomfortable for men to have conversations <laughs> dimitri's laughing at me maybe those words weren't the best lineup uh, I, to be honest with you brooks I, there's too much going on not to address and have these conversations agree you know and i think that's what we would we should be tackling yeah um and then we don't need to turn into a political show and all that stuff but like strategically plan out what we want to focus on when we want to focus on it yeah. and build off of that yeah i think that'd be excellent I love having a mixture. My goal with each show is to have a mixture of value, in-depth conversation, and also entertainment. So that the listener, because sometimes if you just have a heavy discussion and there's no comedy or entertainment, it's, it's heavy as a listener. I know that from listening to other podcasts. So I love that we mix entertainment in there as well to keep it lighthearted um, while what about having the weather? really powerful discussions. What about so the weather? We have big hopes and dreams. I hope we can continue to serve the community. Dimitri, let it out. What is it, buddy? No, it was Gavin said it. I didn't even hear it. I said, what about the weather? You don't want to do weather too? <laughs> Speaking of weather, man, it's beautiful outside. The sun is about to set. The lake is glass. I need to get out there and throw. I need to go. Do it, up. man. Do it. We're jealous. Throw, what are you throwing? I'm throwing a, uh, just a jerk bait. Just a little more thirst traps. That's what he's throwing. That is it for this episode, gents. Um, a Father's Day episode. Oh, hold on. Rick and Dimitri. Did you, oh, did you guys get my dude. gift? Hell yeah. Thank you. Oh, so oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So, um, That's fantastic. I got the cups. I got the nuts. I got the opener. It says Rick. I Dude, I pried that thing open. I got it out and like, I think my daughter, I had her tape it. I'll send you the tape. But I had her tape it because it was like, you can't get And it was like, bam, bam, boom. And then all of a sudden it pops open. And it was like, it was cool, dude. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. It's pretty badass. Um, yeah. So, Gav. Thanks for no present, Brooks. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, you have to qualify. You, you got to qualify. Well, he's got a dog. I have a dog and consider myself a dog father. So he's. Yeah, I'm a dog dad. Yeah, All right, so on, on National Dog Day, Rick and I will send you guys gifts. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> I hope I hope it's with my name embossed or engraved in it like yours were. 
Well, my name was spelled wrong, but other than that, <laughs> no, I wasn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That wasn't. I, I was. So, I was going to be like Gavin. Gavin had you, Dimitri. Yeah, yeah. So what people don't know, so it was a man crate, and inside the crate were like beer glasses with our names etched in it, and like beer nuts and, and stuff like that, and like an opener with our name. It was it was very cool. You it was very nice. Yeah, it was cool. You get a crowbar to open the crate with, right? You do. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's like a whole, so you spend, send this man crate and it's this whole experience for the dude. He gets his crate, he gets a crowbar, he gets to pry it open, bust it open. And then inside there's a nice gift. Um, and we got them personalized for the dudes awesome. name on it and stuff like that. So yeah, thanks for your help with Gav, with that gap. You were amazing. Thanks for that. I guess that's why I didn't get a check. We spent it on their presence. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. you <laughs> so, you me. It's about probably about the same. And, and it's because of that gift is that's part of the reasons why I was drunk for this podcast. So thank you. Dipping <laughs> them back as we've been drinking out of the cups, bro. Because <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to open it yet, so I didn't want to come in here with the glass and be like, "You already opened it." Um, dudes, I just want to say thank you on behalf, just on on from a, a personal note. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your commitment to this mission. For being part of this. I love team sports. I love having um, different personalities, perspectives, energies around. And I have thoroughly enjoyed every single moment with you guys. And I just want to say Absolutely. thank you for, for being part of this. Being Hell yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. yeah and, you know, and thank you all. Thank you for the friendship too, fellas. This has been a lot Absolutely. of fun. Absolutely. And I also want Same. to thank our listeners. I want to thank, I want to give our, let's give a round of applause to our listeners. Um, thank you for the messages. Thank you for listening. It's, it's because of you guys that we're able to have this show. Um, and we always try and we said it from the start. We always try and be a vessel of service to you guys listening at home. So we love when you engage with us on Instagram at how men think podcast. And when you send us each messages, I know we have the Ryan fan club as well. That's kind of, that's taken off now. It's doubled in size to two. So it's doing well here. I thought that was a hate club. No, it's a fan yeah, club. Well, it's not a hate yeah. club. That's a separate one that we're in. Oh, oh, oh. But also, uh, also, I appreciate my DMs. My DMs are filled with people asking me to hook them up with Gavin and with Brooks. So listen, I'm, I'm glad I can be a vessel for you guys too. I'm, I'm happy to help. True story. You sent that out. You said you got a message from a fan, somebody saying, hey, can you introduce me to Gavin? And I commented True. on it. I'm like, I get those freaking messages all the time. People send me oh, DMs boy. like, Hey, can you change uh, Gavin? Hey, Abby. 100%, but I get them for you too. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's talking to you, Rick. What's his no. DM? <laughs> he's probably got him. He just doesn't know how to check. Yeah. Um, I keep getting this little red thing that has like numbers on it. I don't even know what the hell that is. And, and in your direct, in your little envelope thing, it'll say like, you know, one request, two requests, and they're all requests for Gavin and Brooks. Oh, I wait for the mail every day. <laughs> oh, Rick. Oh, I love you, buddy. You're old school. You're, you're a classic cat, Rick. I appreciate oh, that about you. Um, dudes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Right. Yeah, man. Well wrap. done. So, Thanks, uh, fellas. Thanks See you guys later. Listen, later. you guys, we made it a year. We didn't know if we were going to make it a freaking show. Um, so that's far... Right. We've had great editors that have allowed us to save our careers, Gav. <laughs> uh, so true. And to all our listeners, everybody, we thank you so much. Take care of one another, love one another, and we'll see you back here for another year of How Men Think Podcast. Yeah. Later, guys.
Cheers. Love you. Right. I'm good. Gonna throw the jerk bait out. <laughs>